0: Hello, hello, this is Dr. Gypsy and I'm back with yet another episode of Gloves Off where we talk about doctors, their lives and all the madness that comes with it. This episode is called Aisa Bhi Hota Hai. We asked our colleagues in medicine to send in anecdotes from their medical careers which they thought were funny, weird or just plain ball swinging bananas. Yep, that's the thing I say now. Just ball swinging bananas. If, like me, the lockdown has been driving you a little loopy, I hope this episode makes you giggle a little. With me are, yet again, Dr. Stardust and Dr. Vedya to share a few laughs at all the stories our friends have sent in and then to share a few of their own. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hi guys, this is Dr. Anakin and I thought I'll share with you some incidents which I I thought were interesting or funny. Uh, But be forewarned that things that doctors find funny are usually quite macabre and they're quite morbid. So uh, if it does traumatize you, I apologize at the outset. It was a very long and busy day and I think we got free only by about 10 or something in the night and we were eating dinner. And one of the nurses called me to say that there's a lady who's come in with diarrhea and uh, her stomach hurts or something like that. And because I was quite tired and we trained the nurses to handle basic things, I told her to manage the diarrhea and then we'll finish dinner and come. But then one of the more senior nurses picked up the phone and she said, I don't know what's wrong, but uh, something's really not fitting the pictures. I'd like you to come. So I quite trust her judgment. So I went to see. And there was this lady whom I know from earlier because we've been treating her for heart issues and she complained of severe abdominal pain. And then I kept asking her things, you know, like what could be the cause of the abdominal pain and She kept saying she has diarrhea and abdominal pain, but her pain was so severe that it did not fit the clinical picture of diarrhea. And I examined her abdomen and it was quite distended. And it was quite surprising, but then she kept insisting that she had had her period two weeks ago. I, also being quite inexperienced, I couldn't make head or tail of what it was. Both her brothers were outside because they are the ones who brought her from the village. And uh, I wasn't quite sure, but then when I listened to her stomach with a stethoscope, I could even hear something like a heartbeat. Given that she'd said she she couldn't be pregnant, and I'm hearing all this, I was quite confused. But then instinct took over, and I shifted her to the labor room. And I did a vaginal examination, and I could feel a baby's head. And now I can hear the heart even clearer. Her membranes had ruptured. I also found that the amniotic fluid was mixed with the baby's stools, and that usually means that the baby's trying to breathe, which means the baby's in distress. So by now, I Told her that you know stop kidding around. You obviously have a baby, and then she admitted that yeah I've been pregnant and I've disclosed it for my family since the past eight months, and now I'm probably about eight months pregnant. And we're like oh god because she also has heart disease. How are we going to deal with this? And she's insisting that we don't uh, tell her brothers who brought her to the hospital. And I mean you can picture the situation. No brothers have brought her to the hospital saying that. she has diarrhea and we tell them that she's pregnant and she's the baby's in distress and things like that. And the whole issue was also complicated by the fact that she was technically separated from her husband and she'd been having an affair with someone who was underage. All these social factors also considered. But then we decided at that time, let's solve the medical issues and then we'll solve the social issues. And then because she was a heart patient, we had to... Uh, use an instrument to reduce the duration of the labor and we got the baby out and it was a girl baby and we resuscitated her and uh, uh, after about a day of uh, poor breathing and all that she actually improved a lot and then uh, you know the post-delivery period was also complicated by the fact that uh, she didn't want to nurse her baby and we had to convince her to nurse her baby and then there was another family who were childless and they were looking for uh, Uh, a child to adopt and we tried to put them in contact but then by then her whole family had uh, come to know about this so the brothers were initially shocked and they were like what are you saying like our dad has gone to get medicines for diarrhea for her And on the other hand, we've brought her here and you're saying there's a baby and all that. So then her whole family sort of uh, came into the picture. And then after two, three days of a tumultuous emotional experience, they decided to keep the baby and try to figure out how to get the two people together.
0: Wow. I mean...
1: That story, just when you thought it was getting
2: over, it escalated and mm-hmm. then it escalated some more. Too Come much sauce. Congratulations, you're a mama. The dish just didn't stop cooking. This is so I thought it was going to be straight out of Bollywood movie. There's a child who doesn't need a mom. There's a couple who doesn't need a child. And they both get Just a disclaimer for everyone listening on to this podcast. It doesn't seem
0: I want to tell you about an incident that occurred when we had just started going for our surgery clinics in our final year of MBBS. Uh, you know, all, our, all the medical students are excited about finally being able to examine patients and take history. Here's what happened. I remember going to the clinic and a bunch of girls in the batch went to examine this elderly gentleman who was a farmer because he had a a hernia in his groin, an inguinal hernia and uh, you know uh, as medical students do they were poking and prodding him and he couldn't help it but he got an erection. And I remember the uh, surgery resident standing there <laughs> and saying Baba, what are you doing Baba? Khada I'm sure that a lot of medical students uh, see this happening because there's a lot of poking and prodding going on. So, now we have another story by our resident flower child hipster, Dr. Bohemia, who talks about a funny story that happened with him.
2: Um, There was a hilarious incident that happened during my post graduation. Usually, after a surgery, we take the specimen which was taken out. And we showed to the bystanders while the patient is still in the operation theater. So, uh, this one, Mrs. G, underwent a hysterectomy. And since I was the junior most, the only assisting that I would get to do for the surgery was to take the uterus out of the operation theater and show to the patient's relatives. So, I called out the patient's name, and about three people came to the entrance of the operation theater complex. And I told them, uh, This is Mrs. G's uterus, it has been removed, it should be out soon. One of the attenders gasped and said, Oh, but my mother came for a bypass surgery. (laughs) It so happened that there were two patients by the same name.
1: (laughs) You know, it can be scary for the for the resident and the surgeon
0: as well. Guys, guys, Dr. Anakin has another story for us. Let's listen.
1: So this incident is more to do with miscommunication or a language barrier than anything else. So not knowing Tamil, it was quite difficult for me to move to and work with the hospital that I work called Tribal Health Initiative which is an NGO in Tamil Nadu. And uh, everyone pretty much speaks only Tamil. So I had this patient who kept complaining about headaches and uh, you know some difficulty in movement and things like that and I wanted to ask her if she had had fits or seizures. And the word in Tamil for seizures is uh, uh, Yelup and the word for death in Tamil is Yeluvu. So you can figure out why I was confused. So I kept over and over again asking her if she's had death. And I guess because I was in a hurry, I kept asking her angrily after some time, like, have you been, have you had death? Have you been visited by death? And because she was very polite and a very friendly lady, she just didn't respond anywhere. I needed a nurse who was overhearing the whole thing to come and rescue me from it. So, <laughs> you know,
2: there's a exchange in languages. Mm-hmm. One of the major things that we go through as doctors is that we uh, don't really have a choice in which state that we, we are doing our postgraduate. in. We get a seat, we take the seat and we go ahead with it. Right. What happened with me was that I was working in a hospital, which is in the southern part of the country, and some of the doctors were were not did not have a knowledge of Hindi. So they, I remember, there were two things. One of them was that one one was an intern with me, and she would go to the patient, and she wanted to ask for chest pain. And she was really beautiful. The entire hospital generally had the hearts for her, and she was, you know, people were following her around. So she went to the patient, and she wanted to ask him. Is your chest curtain? What she asked him was, kya aapke dilne dard hai? <laughs> and the guy said, ha, mere dilne dard hai. <laughs> but is it is not something that is our chest pain Another thing that uh, my
0: colleagues told me was that, yaar, ka hindi mein, why, why is this, why are the words for alcohol and urine? So similar, the alcohol is called sharab, and urine is called pishab. So instead of, they oh. would of alcohol, uh, ethanol users and uh, dependent people in our uh, emergency and they wanted to ask them, uh, have you consumed
2: any alcohol?
0: So they would be <laughs> asking them, kya apne pishab <laughs> <laughs> and they would keep looking at him like he was crazy because no, we didn't
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, this was our third episode of our podcast Gloves Off called Aisa Bhe I hope it made you laugh out loud and if it did, please listen, subscribe, and share. We're on Instagram, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts as Gloves of the Podcast. And you can reach me at Glovesofthepodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next time with a bunch of new stories that will hopefully make you laugh again. This is Dr. Gypsy signing off. See you next time.